Chapter 1. 14 Days Left You know that line about being saved by the bell? Well, it's a lie. The events that ruined not only what was supposed to be the best summer ever, but my family, and life as I knew it, began with a bell. A ringing doorbell. See, that summer was the last one that my best friend Ollie and I would be together before we split to go to different high schools. And everyone knows that even though people say they're going to hang out and still be friends and do stuff together, that doesn't really happen. Social gravity pulls you to your new group. He'd be hanging out with the guys at Chestnut College Prep, and I'd be halfway across town at Boston Classics. But the summer? That was ours. Anyway, when the whole bell ruining my life thing happened, I was working on the final set of geometry proofs of the school year and rocking to the Standell song about Boston, Dirty Water. Perfect for late afternoon, neighbor annoying, open window blaring. Assuming it was mom, who forgets her keys as often as I forget my cell phone, and not a life-altering visitor, I tucked my pencil into the textbook, banged down the stairs from my room, yelling, Hold on! and bolted through our apartment to the house's front door. The doorbell rang again. I didn't bother to check the peephole or anything, just threw it open while saying, Mom, do I have to have dinner with you? And it wasn't my mom. I had never seen this woman before in my life. And her being not mom surprised me so much that words bottlenecked in my throat. And I stared. She had red hair, dark and long. It was probably dyed, but whoever did it knew what they were doing because it was an awesome uniform color. Not like Jolie Pearson's, this idiot girl in my grade who pretends she's a blonde when she's clearly, streakily not. Black skinny jeans and a leather jacket, even though it was close to 80 degrees and way too hot for any coat. Pale skin, dark eyes, staring straight at me, waiting. Ever since I was nine, as long as my grandparents were in their downstairs apartment, my mom left me home alone. I had strict instructions not to open the door to anyone I didn't know. It was one of our sacred family rules and I'd always been good about following it. Well, until now. The door was thrown wide. I couldn't just slam it in her face and call a do-over. She didn't look sketchy, but you could never be too careful about these things. I leaned against the frame, hoping for a, no way, that wasn't me who just banged down the stairs and shouted through the door calling you mom, vibe. Can I help you? I asked, brain and mouth finally in gear. Is Joe here? She asked. Her glance flicked behind me to the door of my grandma's apartment, then up to mine. I'd left it open. The Standells were yelling, Aw, aw, Boston, you're my home, from my third floor bedroom. Joe? I repeated, not sure who she meant. The redhead leaned forward slightly, as if she was trying to see around me. Joe Burke. She was looking for my grandpa. Grumps. Opening that door? Total tactical error. Grumps was the same place he'd been for the past two years. Alton Rivers Care Facility. He had Alzheimer's, and my grandma...